Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everyone, it's Patricia Woolby, Alchemy Therapies and My Emotional Audit here and uh, number two in my ongoing series on a book review of On Tyranny by Timothy Schneider. Um, actually, it might be Schneider. I don't know. He's American. So, um, And I, in the first one, I talked about the introduction and why this is such an important book, because it's so relevant to the times we're in. It's, it's about psychology, really. It's about um, how governments and institutions can manipulate people using certain uh, forms of fear, um, uh, propaganda and so on. And it's sort of based on what happened in the past in the 20th century to kind of inform what's happening now in the 21st and what we're seeing, of course, currently. And so um, the first chapter is, is called Do Not Obey in Advance. Each chapter is based on a sort of theme, if you like, and they're very short. The whole book is tiny, tiny, but it's a very significant book. And I'm just going to read you the intro here. Most of the power of authoritarianism is freely given. In times like these, individuals think ahead about what a more oppressive government will want and then offer themselves without being asked. A citizen who adapts in this way is teaching power what it can do. It's all about compliance, really. I've talked about that a lot before because I was very shocked recently by what I've witnessed with people and the change from all being in this together to suddenly being so polarised and um, uh, aggressive towards each other. So, and I wanted to introduce really, I, I don't need to go over what happened in Nazi Germany, I'm sure you're all aware of that, but um, it was ordinary people basically who voted Adolf Hitler in and allowed um, the, the reach of power to increase and increase and increase. But what I would like to uh, introduce is a very important study that was done by a guy called Stanley Milgram's The Milgram Experiments. And he originally, he was contemplating what had happened in Nazi Germany, and he wanted to show and demonstrate that there was a particular personality type, if you like, an authoritarian personality that explained why Germans uh, had behaved in the way they had and accepted the Nazi regime. And he devised a fantastic experiment, which he thought would identify those types of people. But he couldn't get permission to carry it out in Germany. And so he did it in the US in the end at Yale University in 1961. So it's an awful long time ago, but it's um, a very, very important experiment. And, and he, he gave um, the people taking part the instruction to sit in a booth opposite someone across a glass partition who they believe they were giving electric shocks to and uh, it, they would keep ramping the shocks up and unbeknown to the participants the people behind the booth were actually actors and were not being shocked but were pretending to be shocked uh, at these increasing levels and what he expected of course was that a, a small minority of people would carry on giving these increasing shocks um, to the evident distress of the person uh, opposite them uh, but that most people would stop and, and because you know they would find it horrific and awful um, and anyway that's not what happened at all um, what they found was that um, most people continued to apply the, the increasing shocks, even to the point where the person opposite appeared to be having a heart attack. 
and um, and even those who did not proceed all the way to the apparent killing of their fellow human beings left without inquiring about the health of the the other participant, the one that they were giving shocks to. And so Milgram grasped that people are remarkably receptive to new rules in a new setting. In other words, if you're given something really unique to grapple with and you've got no experience of that and you're told by somebody in authority, this is what you must do, ordinary people are capable of terrible things um, and surprisingly willing to harm and kill others in the service of some new purpose if they are so instructed. He found so much obedience that he was shocked. And, and I think obedience is really about wanting to make it better. It's about wanting to do something that gets you out of pain. And I see this a lot with chronic illness, actually, not just in the current political environment right now, but people wanting anything, anything that will take away the pain, even ending their own lives. And um, we get stuck in this idea that we must conform and we lose track of actually our morals or we lose track of our values and what's important to us. And we lose connection with our bodies as well. And, you know, what's right, what feels right. And if you believe that, as I do, that all humanity is linked energetically um, and not just humanity, actually, but all living things, and what you do to another, you also do to yourself. So that's why hate and fear and um, aggression are really only damaging all of us, not just the person it's, uh, you know, um, aimed at. So I really feel that these lessons are important for other times we're in. And I wish we understood a bit more about compliance. I think we're learning a lot uh, why people good people do bad things or why good people do things unquestioningly. Let's say they're not bad things, but they're, they're unquestioning in their uh, compliance or adherence to certain illogical rules, which make no sense. Um, and that's what we've been seeing. A lot of illogicality, um, no consistency, and yet people very willing to fight that, uh, you know, in the service of uh, what they believe is the end game, the solution, if you like, to the problem. So um, that's all I wanted to say. I'll be back for chapter two next time, but that's uh, my summary of chapter one. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.